This podcast replay is brought to you by Caneswear.com. For all your Canes, Dolphins, and Heat needs, visit them at 2511 South University Drive in Davie. Free shipping with online orders over $99. Go to Caneswear.com at Miami Fanware. That's the spot where South Florida fans shop. There he is, locked and loaded. I feel like leaning back on the couch today. (laughs) <laughs> where are you at home or uh, you're on the road somewhere no i'm still i'm still in the combine bro oh so the combine that's right i've been in indianapolis yeah. okay i get back tomorrow night uh to uh to south florida i've been here all week uh, okay. yeah following all this uh all this craziness and you know i don't really give a shit about 40 times bro it's just about tracking down nfl people and talking to agents and relationships that's- having maintaining relationships that's all it is bro nothing yeah. else nothing more you <laughs> know but uh yeah i know you know say, oh did you see this 40 time no dude i don't really give a shit to really do anything Got, the guy's me. good at track that's awesome yeah it's fantastic that's <laughs> not gonna do anything for me um good job by uh uh mark cristobal getting jason taylor uh locked in i i thought you know when when um FSU stole uh, Pat Sertan, you know, from the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought that was a great job by Norvo because, uh, sure, he's a terrific coach, but also a recruiter that's established in South Florida and can help you out. And for mm-hmm. me, I think that that was the other thing that I loved about Jason Taylor. He was a guy that's been coaching at the high school level also. And, you know, he, he can help you out in the recruiting area also, not just as a coach. Yeah. I, I think that is super important for a guy like Mario Cristobal. Yeah, you need other examples of guys who players want to come play for. It can't just be the head coach that they have a bond with. They've got to feel something for the uh, assistant coaches and the position coaches. And I'm actually up in Bradenton. I was at IMG Academy last night for their combine under armor comes down and does their own private combine just for img because they've got so many stud kids every year and if you subscribe to the athletic you would find out what he learned that's that's that that's correct i appreciate the plug on that um so what i was going to say is you know the one thing i ask all of these recruits uh is who do you vibe with right like that's the word that the kids use nowadays but uh, so I use their language, but I ask them, who do you vibe with? Which coaches do you honestly feel the, the bond with? Because every as long as I've been doing this, I really feel like, OK, yes, they care about the program, how it's doing. Yes, they care about NIL and money, but it really comes down to the relationship that they have with their position coach. And unless they feel something with that dude, they're probably not going to pick your program. And and uh, and so I think Jason Taylor has been somewhat removed from that in one year at Miami because he was an analyst. He wasn't allowed to really recruit. He was only allowed to talk to the kids who were there when they approached him. Um, but I think now this this allows him to be a much bigger force uh, for Mario Cristobal on the recruiting trail. And the one thing I want to know, and I, and I haven't been able to confirm yet, is whether or not he really got an offer from the Miami Dolphins uh, to join their staff or not. I think uh, my understanding is uh, Miami – paid him well to, to stay with the Hurricanes and to be a, a, a position coach on the staff. We don't know yet if he's simply going to be defensive ends or defensive line coach in general. It depends on whether or not Joe Salavea goes to the NFL. He interviewed with the Detroit Lions. I, I think I mentioned that to you on Tuesday. I know the Lions hired somebody else, but I think Salavea, you know, NFL guy, 
played in the league, he could potentially be on an NFL staff. So I think while it seems like the staff is complete at Miami, uh, I wouldn't say it's finalized. And I've, I've tried to express that to the fans over and over again. It's a very fluid situation. Guys are still uh, taking NFL jobs. There's still movement in the coaching carousel. And uh, we'll see if, if Jason Taylor is just defensive ends coach or in the end, defensive line coach for Miami. Yeah. Um, do they need a tight end? Is that next? Well, Stephen Field is uh, – he's still still on the staff as the tight ends coach. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm talking about Jason's kid. Oh, Mason Taylor. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Uh, you know, I, I don't think they're going to let him out of LSU, brother. Like, uh, I, they know what they've got with that kid. Uh, you, know, you know, bro, I ask you for Heartline, you say no. I ask you for a Rondé Gadsden, you say no. I'm asking you for Taylor. What, what the what the hell, bro? You're, you're not providing me any relief here. Hey, listen, man. I uh, I'm sorry. Uh, when you when you go five and seven, it's part of the the penalty, I guess. I don't know. What I'm like a, I'm like a Dolphins fan. Everybody that becomes available, I want to trade or sign. Yes. So I'm just yes. beco- I, I'm just becoming that Canes fan. Everybody that's available has to be able to want to come here and be with us. Bro. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll tell you this. David Stone, who, who was a five-star defensive lineman in this 2024 cycle, big-time defensive kid, uh, Gabby Urrutia from, from inside the U, asked him yesterday, have you ever had a conversation with Jason Taylor at Miami? And, and I think the kid had no idea who Jason Taylor was. So I, I think I'm trying to put things in perspective for people. Yes, eventually David Stone will find out that Jason Taylor is – in the NFL and a Hall of Famer, but let's not forget today's kids are very removed yes. from from our history, and they don't know it unless you kind of flash it in their face and express it to them. So uh, I think you know Mason Taylor. While it'd be awesome if he came here, uh, and he's he's a tremendous budding star in college football. Uh, I think uh, I think he's pretty set at LSU, man. I mean, you can't blame me for trying. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, so it's good. Uh, um, Kevin Beard now, right? That's uh, receivers also, coach. Yeah, the other one that's uh, and, and I see in your article, it's like, all right, uh, you just signed right now. Go get you now. Go get that kid. Uh, I forgot which one. Ja- Jeremiah Smith. Yeah, yes. the the, the, uh, the cousin of Geno Smith, the re- the receiver uh, from from Hollywood Shamanad. Right, right away, right to work. Uh, yeah, I mean, listen, it's all about relationships, man. And uh, and and so Kevin Beard, I think. Uh, from what I know of, of, of him over the years and, and remembering him as a high school player at, at Plantation High School when I when I was doing high schools for the Miami Herald many years ago. Just a hungry individual in general. Uh, Beard is – he's going to work hard on the trail. He's exactly what Mario wants in, in, in terms of a, of a grinder, a guy who's going to care about relationships and do everything he can to uh, – to establish relationships. And I, I had a text message exchange with, with Jeremiah and he says, man, a special dude, you know, he really likes Kevin Beard. So I think, uh, I think they're on the right track there, but uh, I will say this. though, um, Miami's got to win this year, brother. They got to look better than they did. There's got to be a level of improvement on the field, man, for, uh, for these kids to buy in because, it all goes hand in hand. Great relationships with the assistant coaches. Okay, show me what you can do for me. Show me who you put into the league. Show me uh, what you're doing at the receiver position. And, and right now, Brian Hartline has got everybody in college football beat, man, with the, with the guys he's putting out every single year. You look at the defensive line position in college football where Jason Taylor's trying to make a dent. 
all the best defensive linemen come out of Alabama and Georgia every single year. So it's an uphill battle for Mario. And that's why I try to tell people, man, like uh, it, it, it would be great if he could flip the switch and, and, and this team wins 10, 11 games this year and they just have a, a, a ridiculous improvement the way TCU did last year. But that's not the way it works. Uh, you know, it takes time to build depth. It takes time to recruit and win recruits over. He did it in year one because it was he was a new guy and you can get a bunch of guys on board to say, hey, you're going to be part of the change, right? You're, you're going to come in and play right away, Francis Mauego. You're going to come in and play right away, Pancake Hancha. Well, guess what? Year two, the, the same recruits that you went to that you were like, I need your help. Well, now they want to see results. And so this is the most important phase uh, for Mario Cristobal is year two showing that you can actually make improvement on the field. Yeah, no doubt uh, those defensive linemen out of Georgia, they're really uh, they're really racing out into the draft. <laughs> Always got to throw in a Jalen Carter joke there. I, I appreciate it, brother. Yeah, yeah got to do that. Um, <laughs> and, and listen, there's, there's no doubt he's got to win this year. I mean – what happened last year is unacceptable. I'm sure he's probably still embarrassed about what happened last year. Uh, internally, there's a lot of pressure for Mario because perception is kind of half the battle. And, and if you're spending all this money and you're having all this turnover and talent and in coaching and, and the program and the, and, and the structure and all that stuff, there's a lot of money being spent. He has to show results. Yeah, I, I think when I step back and look at this as a journalist like you for, for going on three decades now, oh, I look at this as, well, where do, what are the benchmark dates? Well, no, a big benchmark date is when this new indoor, not indoor, but football facility, this $300 million football facility they want to build in the next three to four years. I would say if Mario doesn't have this thing turned around by then, that'll be year five, probably year six then I could see them sort of pulling the plug because yeah. then they'll say, hey, this guy's this guy's just not getting the job done. But I, I think we will see results from Mario Cristobal in Miami because he's just recruiting better. He's just recruiting better players, bigger, faster, more physical. I think he's a better talent evaluator as a whole than, than some of the guys that they've had here. And I think a big problem at Miami is just culture and mentality and uh, – I think that's going to change with Mario. I think he he naturally is going to bring in a different mindset from the head coach position, and I think that's going to carry over into the players. Yeah, and uh, Eric, I think, is kind of out of place on our on our chat board. He says, how can someone be a fan of the sport and not know its history and players that came before, especially Hall of Famers like Jason Taylor? We aren't talking about players 50 years ago. Eric, you have no idea how many pro players have no concept of the history of their sport and i'm talking football basketball baseball there it's it's really they get to the pros and they know nothing so those high school and college kids even know less they might know a couple of the guys in their time their generation at that moment but 10 years before 20 years forget about it dude I, I, you know it, Manny. You've you've been able to cover different sports like I have. Players aren't really historians. No, on, I, on average. No, I think I think you know the one thing that we forget about is you know all of us 
we grew up in an era of the radio and newspaper, right? Oh, I mean, a, a lot of the people and that the are your listeners. Card, and the baseball cards. The and the card. baseball cards, right? We went to the ice cream truck uh, with our 50 cents and we said, hey, give me a pack of football cards. Give me a pack of baseball cards. And we would memorize the stats on the back and we would trade them. And, and this was our life before Sports Center and all these football shows and basketball. So Dude, it, it, in my neighborhood – we would buy the little baseball helmets and the little football helmets, okay? Uh, didn't exist for the other sports. But mm -hmm. the other two were always in those quarter machines. Mm -hmm. And then we would test each other. Yeah. And then we would say, okay, here's the Redskins. Boom. Quarterback, wide receivers, and running backs. And you had yep. to name them. Yep. And, and it was like that for the whole league. It didn't matter if it was the Seattle Seahawks or whatever. You know, baseball cards, we Memorize the freaking stats behind, you know, oh, the yeah. baseball cards. Kids don't, well, they don't even come close to doing the, anything the, like that nowadays. The, 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 the passion nowadays for, for sports, the way that we grew up around it, it was a different time. Oh, and, and, you know, not to get too in, in depth with all this, but, you know, I think a lot of it is divorce rates in today's world, right? No father figures for a lot of these kids in their lives. Um, financial struggles. Uh, first of all, I, I don't, I mean, I haven't bought a pack of baseball cards in a long time, but like I see them maybe at Walmart or Target on the shelf. Like you don't really see them. Like you don't have the ice cream man coming around with baseball cards to sell right. anymore. And, and, and they weren't wheeling and dealing like we were. Yeah. We, we, there and were they shows were, and they, they were, were selling and, it. They, they were playing and yeah. they're not playing a, you know, pick a side or whatever. Right. You know what I mean? They're they're not doing any of that kind of stuff that we used to do. Mariwiti! They don't do any of that. <laughs> I don't know how many of you even know what the hell that is, but uh, that's that's uh, I think in English they used to call it fifty-two card pickup or something that they yes, throw yes. it up in the air. So Mariwiti was you grab somebody's <laughs> pack of cards and you throw it up in the air Dang and it, yep. and then it was a, a free for all. Yeah, so everybody was around was picking up cards, and you're like this. So yeah, Mariwiti Ma was a part of it. Yes, it, it's it's a different era, and a, and a lot of these kids only know about their most recent contemporaries. Like I, I talked with a with this kid named Gavin Nix, who's a, a sophomore. He's going to be a junior. He's already six foot, two hundred twenty four pounds. He's going to be a stud linebacker in the class of twenty twenty five, and he's going to be a beast. And I said, so who do you study? And he says, oh, Nakobe Dean. Like a kid, a kid at Georgia who's just coming out, right? Like it, those, those are their heroes. It's the guys that are on YouTube in the last three years. It's not Jason Taylor. It's not Ed Reed. Uh, I, I, I will tell you this: like a lot of them, I think most sports fans just don't get it. It's they, they don't, they don't grow up the same way, man. It's a different, it's a different era, different world. Yeah. No, I'm with you there. Uh, by the way, I know you don't want to give everything away because obviously that's why you subscribe to the Athletic. But give me a little nugget from the IG Academy. Yeah, I mean, I, I think Miami was hoping to get some of these kids down for junior day tomorrow. Um, but I, I, you know, a lot of them are, are kind of skipping town, you know. And I, I know guys like Gabby and, and David Lake and all the guys who cover recruiting for the recruiting websites, uh, their job is to write about every one of these kids' ball movements. But I try to cut through the BSO when I, when I, when I talk to them and just find out who do they, who do they really have a bond with, who do they really like? And, you know, there's some elite kids that Miami's after that I just don't think the interest is there mutually. I don't I didn't get a lot of excitement feedback about the Hurricanes yesterday from talking to guys at IMG Academy. The ones I would say 
uh, Jure Hawkins, who's a, uh, I think he's a top 200 wide receiver at IMG Academy. I think he recently got offered by Miami. Um, you know, I think the three state schools have a chance at him. He's a track kid, super fast out of the West Virginia area. Um, there's some 2025 kids at IMG Academy that I think Miami is, uh, is in pursuit of that they, that they probably have a good shot at, but the David stones of the world that I mentioned, the six, three, the six, four, 283 pound defensive tackle, who's a five-star, a lot of the other guys, um, I just don't think Miami is high up on the pecking order. I will say, though, Francis Maui Goa, who's at Miami, he played at IMG Academy. He's kind of viewed as the alpha dog um, at IMG, and I think a lot of guys respect him. So they'll consider Miami. They'll come down and visit. But I think if the Hurricanes don't have a very good season this year, I don't, I don't see them pulling a 2024 kid out of IMG. Perception is everything. Yep. Uh, somebody keeps asking here to ask you, about uh, Wadden Charles. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I, I know the name. I just haven't seen the kid play. A, a, uh, I think he's a big receiver. He's like 6'3", something or other. He's, he's about 6'3", 180. He, he says Palm Beach, I guess. Palm Beach, Palm Beach area kid. He may be at Miami tomorrow. I know, again, there's going to be a lot of kids down there at camp. Um, I, I'll say this. From talking to Miami's recruiting people, I kind of have a good idea who's high up on the recruiting board. And I don't know. I, I I know from my previous conversations, he wasn't somebody mentioned on there as far as the Hurricanes are concerned. But that doesn't mean he's not a good player or somebody on the rise that could potentially get there. I think. Look, when you look at the receiver position for Miami, there are two priorities, and I've said these these two names to you over and over again: Jeremiah Smith, JoJo Trader. Those two kids, I think, are elite. I would say Chance Robinson, Terrence Moore. Um, Terrence Moore's up here in the Tampa area, close to where I'm at now. Um, I think those guys are high up on the board and probably attainable for Miami. So I don't know where this where this Wadden kid uh, fits, but if they if they strike out, they don't have a good year. Maybe he's somebody they uh, defer to down the road. All right, what do you got going on in the athletics so folks can check you out, my friends? Yeah, look, I had a, a story recapping a lot of the uh, the content of my interviews yesterday. Um, you know, I, I spoke to eight of the nine top 200 ranked players in the 2024 class. Uh, so if you want to read about all the IMG kids, I kind of cut through the BS. I'm not going to feed you the BS of, hey, Miami's in it for this kid or Miami's in it for that kid when they're not. Uh, so if you want some real answers, go there for that. Um, and, I, and I did a feature story with a kid who Miami is actually in on that I think they have a chance to get. His name's Colton Heinrich. Um, he's from Cardinal Gibbons High School. He's a, a 6'4", 230-pound tight end. Um, interesting story, I, you know, <clears throat> his mother, his older brother, who's a baseball player and his father were all at Stoneman Douglas the day of the shooting five years ago. And, um, you know, his mom and his older brother were in the building adjacent to where the shooting happened. And the father was actually watering the lawn on the baseball field. Uh, when the shooting broke out, his dad ran over, helped one of the the, the, the injured children, the injured kids get into an ambulance and, and then picked up a gun and helped the cops and the whole thing. And, 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 you know, he was off duty at the time. His dad was, uh, is a, is a Sergeant with the Coral Springs police. Mom was a coach for 25 years. She started Nova Southeastern's basketball program and, um, hasn't coached the game since that was, you know, they were supposed to play in, in the regional playoffs on February 15th, uh, 2018. They, forfeited the rest of their season obviously in light of everything that happened um and she hasn't been a coach since and and now they have this young son who's this up-and-coming football star um that alabama and everybody in the country uh wants and 
I, I was just thankful that they let me tell their story. And uh, so if you want to read something that I think is, is more great. powerful, inspiring yeah. than, than maybe depressing. I know people don't want to necessarily always talk about the bad things that happen in our country. I know I have fatigue from it. It, it breaks your heart to, to, to constantly talk about it. But I think we do forget what, what happens to some of these people, right? We try to put it in, in the back. Oh, man, I feel sorry for them. Well, life goes on for everybody. And, and, and uh, you know, one day she might get back into coaching. Her name's Marilyn Rule, his mother. Um, but right now she just hasn't been able to go back to it, you know, and, uh, she's got her sons who, who play sports. She's very proud of them. And, uh, she's got her son Colton now who, who everybody in the country wants Nick Saban. I mean, they're going to go on a college tour the next couple of weeks, SEC, ACC. They're going to be at Miami spring game on the 14th. Be a really interesting kid. If he ends up at Miami playing, playing for the hurricanes. Follow him on Twitter and many underscore Navarro. And better yet, please subscribe to The Athletic. He does exceptional work. That's an article right there you want to read. Mm -hmm. uh, and go to The Athletic and subscribe like I and many others do. Manny, have a fantastic weekend, my friend. Appreciate you as always. All right, brother. Take care, man. Enjoy yeah. Indy for me. Yes, we will, my brother. Yes. It's, right, nice, it's nice, cold, and raining right now. <laughs> I'm going to go home in this 80-degree heat, man, that yeah. you miss, I'm sure. Yeah, I do. All right, my brother. Be good. See you, man. Later. All right. Don't forget, you can order anything and everything uh, with a Canes logo at caneswear.com. Go see Brad, Jeff, all the great people out there. If you don't work or live close to Davey, you can go online at caneswear.com. If you order over $99, you'll get free shipping. They've got Inter-Miami gear, Miami Dolphins, Miami Marlins, Florida Panthers, Miami Heat. they got all kinds of stuff. And, of course, practically anything and everything with a Canes logo on it. Go to Canesware 2511 South University Drive in Davie or go online at caneswear.com.